Oh. Okay. How's your mic? Okay, guys, we're back. Uh, I'm ready. Um, what is it? Season 13, episode 23, Attention Deficit Order. I'm your host, Chris, and we have M and Skip here. Hey. Good evening, everybody. What's up? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a week, I think, right? Something like that. Hold it's on. usually a week, yeah. Yeah, we're still messing with the Skype thing, guys. All right, there we go. Ah, oh, man. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, I just smoked a bowl of, um, what was it? Big Sur Holy Weed Wax. That's what I smoked a bowl of. I'm not smoking it now, though. Are you smoking anything okay. over there? I did smoke a point of Hindu skunk. Uh-oh, you're breaking up. Hindu skunk? I okay, Hindu skunk. Skip uh, got some Hindu skunk. I've never even heard of that. Is that local? Is that local from where you are? No, that's from Elemental. Oh, wow. I didn't even hear about that yet. Okay. All right, so that's how much in the know I am. Uh, yeah, we're back, guys. So, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I was opening up with um, Blue Chips, some more uh, uh, Action Bronson, because his album's not getting any love, man. No. No. No one's liking this album. I like this album a lot. Uh, I couldn't tell by how you constantly play it. <laughs> it's a great album, man. You guys should play it. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, it's a great album. Blue Chip 7000, guys. Hell yeah. Come on, man. It is super stony, man. The only way you can promote shit now is through, like, independent podcasts. Right? That's the only way. <laughs> well, because Twitter, all you do is get lost in the shuffle. Um, you know. Yeah, you, you get lost in the rants about politics and fucking... Yeah, it's the, like... The latest controversy. Like, this, this, this right here on YouTube only has 54,000 hits. That's horrible. That's pretty low. Yeah, man, for a great fucking album. That's what I'm saying, man. There's too much entertainment out there, like I've been saying before. Uh, no one can keep up with it. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening, guys, in society. Too much entertainment. People are listening to podcasts while playing video games, whilst watching a movie on their iPad. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, that is the new norm. And if uh, I've done it myself. You know? <laughs> Uh, no, I've I've li- yeah, I've listened to a podcast while playing a video game, like when I was playing like Destiny Two, you know. But that's just like running around doing nothing. Well, and you know, at least for me, I can listen to music and do something else. I do that frequently, and listening to a podcast isn't that much different. Um, I don't listen to podcasts yet through um, Spotify on my Xbox. I'll just have my iPad sitting next to me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I always listen on my phone. Um, I usually stream music. Like I was, uh, like Em and I just um, rewatched uh, the first Blade Runner. Uh, we watched the uh, director's cut. Mm. Uh, we didn't watch the final cut. We couldn't find it. But it doesn't have Rudger Hauer explaining or uh, Rudger. <laughs> it doesn't have uh, Harrison Ford explaining everything. Like in the other one. 
uh, like in the theatrical I version. Seen, I think I've only seen the theatrical release and maybe the first director's cut. Ah, uh, well, you know, you know the differences, but well, at least watch the final cut if you can find it. Okay. And yeah, we rewatch that. And what was my point? Damn it! I forgot my point, guys. Too much entertainment. Oh, there's too much entertainment, guys. That's <laughs> I know you were talking about multitasking media. Oh yeah, yeah. Listening I'm... to podcasts and uh... playing video games and stuff. Yeah, no, no, yeah. So I was um watch uh, listening to the Blade Runner soundtrack while playing uh, Destiny Two. You know, that's what I was doing. Mm. So that's you know multimedia. And that has uh, him doing, like, it has multiple dialogue scenes in it. But also, <laughs> that movie uh, looks amazing. As far, like, as far as, uh, like, a shitty-looking dystopian future. I still don't think they've perfected it yet in movies. Not, I think Blade Runner is still one of the best-looking um, dystopian futures. Yeah. Well, from the 80s. You well, know. even like, uh, even now, like, what's a good one now? Like, what's a modern one? Uh, what, like, um, a good, good modern dystopia? Uh, oh, like, uh, Bloom Camps. Uh, his are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I was gonna say District 9. That was, but that's like, that's life. That's normal. You know what I mean? That's, it was uh, pretty dystopian, though, man. Those, but that's were like, like re- but that's more all... reality, though, what's happening over there. That was a more of a, a social message. It was, but it was set in a dystopian kind of near future, current time, you know? True, but people were living in shacks. In Blade yeah. Runner, people weren't living in and huge <laughs> hotel rooms blocked out. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the biggest set in the movie. But yeah, um, what's the other thing they had? With, yeah, his gun looked awesome. I've, this is the first time watching it on my new TV, too. Oh, it was in 4K? And no, it was just in HD. But still... It's on a 4K screen, so everything's mm-hmm. just bumped up to 4K, guys. It just looks better, man. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it does. You can uh, you can notice the difference. I fell asleep during the movie, like you always do watching Blade Runner. I think you have to. I think it's mm-hmm. a uh, I think it's a rite of passage. Falling asleep. You know, I think I actually managed to stay awake, but it was a struggle, especially because <laughs> I kept looking over and you were asleep. Well. It's it's a rite of passage to fall asleep watching Blade. I used to put on all the time and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great sleepy time movie. <laughs> the best sleepy time sci-fi right there, Blade Runner. Uh, five out of five um, saxophone solos. <laughs> right? Come on, you know that scene. Remember that scene? Are you a robot? I don't care. Fuck me. <laughs> We're both robots. Yeah. Is that a trumpet? That's a saxophone, right? I don't fucking know. That's a saxophone. Right, M? Sure. That's you. I'm saying the 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 uh, instrument in the uh, movie, Blade Runner. I hope they have uh, one of probably. those scenes again. It just opens up. But Blade Runner just ended with him and that chick cutting out. So I, mm-hmm. I forget how open ended it left that movie. Oh yeah, you have no idea what happened. 
and people didn't give a shit. You know, now they're like, I want nine sequels and a fucking franchise put behind it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I still appreciate these movies that get released where you don't have a nice pretty bow on the top of the movie at the end. Yeah. You know, those are the ones that keep you thinking. Yeah, those are the good ones, man. But yeah, Blade Runner, yeah, it was a total just like, okay. And then he, he picks up that tinfoil unicorn. What did he do? Did he give, what's her, was he there with that chick? At the end, mm. going, hey, Decca's a robot, right? <laughs> uh, he might have been, I guess. I don't know. I made your eyes. No, they had, and then the, um, yeah, people still think Decca's a robot. And it makes sense if there's a blackout in between, like, they're, you know, they're putting that, the 30-year span. Mm-hmm. Of what happened, they're trying to tie the two together with these short films. I didn't see the third, the second one they put out. Yeah, um, I haven't watched either of them yet. They're interesting. I keep forgetting to do that. Yeah, um, I definitely want to see the the tickets aren't on sale yet. But now that I say that, they'll be on sale this week. Uh, I'm pretty. They have to be. This fucking movie comes out on the sixth. They're just fucking with you, Chris. Come on. I don't know. That's what's going to happen. I bet you they won't bring back the fucking whaley saxophone. Did they better? Just like that saxy body spray from that dude from uh, Lost Boys. Which I I got a map. I got a map in Santa Cruz when Em and I were up there of the Lost Boys sites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So they they're give they're handing them out like oh see where they filmed Lost Boys, oh the bridge they hung off of was only four feet off the ground, right? You know yeah it's only for the high tide. Yeah, it's like right over the um uh, at the end of the boardwalk there. Mm-hmm. But hey, just add some fog to it and have a That's bunch right. of, and have Kiefer Sutherland hang from it and put an echo in the back. Like ah, boom! He just fell off a cliff. Bye. Yeah, Come yeah. on, Michael. Yeah, that's a, a great movie. Deficit pick of the week. Oh, sure. We'll do that again. Mary, Mary, deficit pick of the week. I'm going to hang myself with my belt with uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. Woo. Bam. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, just like... um. Dude, I was rewatching the, uh, like, someone put out the clip of uh, Kill Bill, speaking of someone who died of autoerotic asphyxiation. Um, what's his name? Uh, D- David Carradine. Oh, right. <clears throat> he was doing the... Uh, Mr. The, Kung Fu. He was doing the, it was Kill Bill Volume 2, where he's doing the famous Superman mo- monologue, uh-huh. where, where Clark Kent was, or, you know, the famous, where Clark Kent is basically of what he thinks of humans. You know, basically, he's a mere image of what he thinks humans are, because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's his that's his costume is right. the is the Clark Kent costume because he is Superman. Like other superheroes have to become that person. Right. He's opposite. Right. He's normally a superpowered being. And from him being on Earth, what he sees of us is a bumbling moron that's totally wimpy, that uh, is just vulnerable and. <laughs> Yeah, it's very strange. 
Total Tarantino shit. All right, what do you got before we get into the first? A couple interesting things. Um, did you hear about the bionic gloves? What? No. The ones from um, Luke Cage? Uh, no. Uh, not really. So uh, this is a, a Portuguese company called Nuada. And uh, basically, they're either... Oh, no, they're, they're getting venture capital money. They built these gloves um, that are meant for people who have like uh, weak tendons in their hands or weak ligaments or some kind of... Uh, uh, so hipsters. Or, yeah, limp wrists or limp, limp uh, people with like, <laughs> or nerve, <laughs> nerve problems in their hands, you know, like they injured their hand and, and the nerves don't work very well anymore. Um, these uh, gloves have uh, like electromechanical support. Um, and so they allow people to, it like enhances the normal strength and flexibility of your hand, basically. So it allows these people with problems in their hands to get back normal function. Um, but apparently you can also crank it up to like a thousand and crush shit with it. So, Oh my um, God, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, check right. them out. They're kind of cool. There's a little video and slideshow on it. Uh, this I found on TechCrunch, Um, but it's huh, N-U-A-D-A. Yeah. N-U-A-D-A is the name of the company and their gloves are called smart gloves, I guess. They should be called crush hands. There you go. Or, or the Wesley crushers. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, you get all the track fans in for sure. Uh oh, hold on. We're breaking wow. up, Captain. What'd you say? Yeah, uh, Skype. Skype's been kind. They said uh, all the the Star Trek nerds would would buy them for sure. Oh, definitely. With the okay, hold on. Here we go. Boom. All right, now we're gonna do this first movie. Why do they have ASAP Rocky on the soundtrack? Okay, hold on. No, I'm going to open up with this song. But I just knocked over. I'm sorry. I just knocked over something. Okay, I'm going okay, to open up with this song. Boom. <clears throat> A band I actually sort of like. The Dum Dum Girls. And this song, and this movie is... That is the band or the movie? The movie is... Mother... I should open with Danzig's mother. Sure. <laughs> that would have made sense. Oh, whatever. I could do that too. Um, no, I'll open up with the soundtrack. Mother's too annoying. Let's look it up here. Mother songs. Boom, mother, Danzig. There we go. Oh yeah, you know this guy. He's like five foot two. Wears jeans, long hair. Uh, he was going to be Wolverine at one point. He got beat by the ugly stick, though. And, uh, I don't know what happened to the guy. Okay, so the movie itself, Mother, was amazing. People hated it. It got, like, um, like an F on, like, the cinema score. Uh, it got Fs on, like, everywhere. Because people didn't like what happened. Okay, I'm going to spoil this movie, guys. So if you don't want to hear about Mother... Um, just go away for about 10 minutes, okay? Five, 10 minutes. Uh, okay, so the beginning, so the mother, it's basically, a, um, what would you say? Not an, an allegory? No. What's an allegory? An allegory is, uh, 
No. Oh shit! You want me to give you a definition? No, 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 no. No, it's a um. Okay, so mother is about okay. Javier Bardem is God. Okay. Um. Uh. uh what's her face? Um. Katniss. What's her name? Jennifer okay. Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is Mother Earth. Okay. And the house is basically a small uh, microcosm of the Earth. So upstairs is basically heaven. Um, downstairs is Earth. You know what I mean? Okay. And so like... <clears throat> and the basement's hell? Uh, yeah, the basement's hell, right? A hellish type place. But it's not so thrown in your face. Like by the end, you're like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. Okay, so, and, um, and the heart itself, like there's a crystal heart. That is the, um, so the first people that show up are... This guy named Adam. Well, they don't say his name is, but it's supposed to be Adam. He shows up. He's like, hey, how's it going? And God's like, oh, we need to let this guy in. But it's not God, you know? It's just like some, in, in, it's just him letting somebody in the house, you right. know? But when you see it, you go, it's God letting the first human on earth, basically, right? He's made the first human. And you see when he's throwing up or later, he's missing a rib. Okay, very in your face, right? <laughs> mm, yeah, it sounds like it. It's very weird. Your 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 mom might like it, but it gets really weird. Okay, so there's a um. So then Eve shows up, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, and they're just like, oh, do to do, and mother's like, um, like what the fuck are you guys doing here? There's prancing around, you know, like not listening to what the hell she has to say, you know, like like people on Earth, you know, like uh, you know, like drilling into Mother Earth, you know, and fracking and all this shit. So they're not listening to what she has to say. Uh, and she's like, and they go up into God's study, and they pick the uh, the. It's like a heart, basically. You know the uh, the um, the the uh, apple. So they pick that thing, drop it. They're like, whoops, and that thing breaks, right? Uh oh, they broke the apple of so the, the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah, so they broke the apple, and then the next, and then their next scene, they're in the next room fucking each other. Okay, right as soon as it was broken. Whoa. You know, as soon as it was bro- as soon as it was broken. Wait, were they walking around naked and didn't realize it until they no, broke the apple? No, but these two brothers show up for one. You know, these two brothers show up, and one gets killed with a uh, um, a rock. Uh, uh, no, no, it's not a rock. It's basically it looks like a rock. It's a brass doorknob. Same difference. Oh, jeez. One was <laughs> named Abel. They weren't, but you know who it was, right? So Cain and Abel showed up, boom, Donald Gleason was Cain, you know, Donald Gleason. Right. And so, boom, smashed him in the head, bam, dead, blah, blah, blah. But you, but all this is almost like one single shot going through the house. Opening shot is Jennifer Lawrence's boobs in a see-through shirt. She's walking around in see-through stuff the whole time, like, like Earth being exposed, you know, to everything. You know, very in your face, but it's. Okay. But I was tripping on the whole thing because I was on a 200 milligram edible. <laughs> you know, I was just like, "This is awesome," because I was expecting a weird movie that made no sense, and that's what I got. But it actually made sense towards the end. I was expecting something even weirder than what I got. You know, because it's Darren Aronofsky. He did, you know, Requiem for a Dream. He did fucking um, all these other fucking weird movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you know Darren Aronofsky's work. And they had, um, oh. Oh, there's another mother song. There we go, yeah. 
Let's do this one, Mother of Silence. Um, so, okay, we're going back to the soundtrack. This is horrible. Um, so it goes through basically, we'll go Spellbound to Susie. <clears throat> so all these people start showing up at the house, basically Earth being populated, right? And God is going, hey, we, you know, we have to let these people in. And she's like, why are you being so nice to these people? We don't know these fucking people. You know, and he's going, hey, we can't judge these people, man. We have to let these people in no matter what they're doing. You know, and like one scene, like one room of the house, they're having like basically race wars and beating people up. Another room of the house. It's basically a microcosm of the earth, you know, in this huge climactic scene towards the end, right? And while and during that, and, and because God has writer's block. So in the beginning, you think he's a writer, right? In the country with his wife, and he has writer's block. But in reality, he's writing the first words of God, right? And this is becoming like a very cyclical, like, thing. You know, it's very cyclical. It says it right from the beginning. God chokes all the time, huh? Well, every, every time he creates a human, they go up and fucking grab that apple and break it. You know, he's like, fuck, every time, man. But I'm still going to do it over and over again, even though we're all flawed and fucked up, right? He's still like it's an it's like a, a never-ending cycle that God has created for Himself. Like He loves people so much, He gave them life, even though He knows they're fuck-ups and going to completely destroy themselves. Is basically the fucking whole message. <laughs> so, so then like he he fucks Jennifer Lawrence, okay, fucks Mother Earth. They have a baby. Wow, it's Jesus. Okay, in this movie, people were shocked by this scene. If you haven't seen, um. Uh, a Serbian film with newborn porn. This this film is this scene is not shocking unless they all rape this newborn baby. This would not be a shocking film. So they basically crowd surf the baby because um, God is waiting for her to fall asleep because she doesn't trust him with the baby. So God's just sitting there staring at her in the room. All of his disciples are sitting outside inside the house. You know, base she falls asleep, wakes up, the baby's gone. Boom, the baby gets crowd surfed across the um, crowd, and boom, you hear the neck snap, and then they just rip it into pieces. And there's, oh, damn. And then there's baby parts everywhere, and the, the whole altar's full of, you know, Christ, right? It's reenacting. Or baby Jesus. Yeah, it's baby Jesus. People do it every day in church. All you religious fucks reenact the, bur- the eating of Christ and drinking his blood every Sunday. I don't know why you're shocked about this, because it's right in your face. That's the problem with these. Dark- oh, my God. My religion shoved in my face on how stupid it actually is. <laughs> I think that's why people hated it. Yeah, it, I mean, and that sounds like um, that could be an excellent reason, you know? Mm-hmm. It is. It's like, wow. And it is, I'm like, wow, this is exactly what people do at church. This isn't shocking at all. It's, Jesus, it's, people are touchy about it, though. You, they can do it, but you can't. Yeah, exactly. So Darren Aronofsky is getting shit for that scene alone. Like, oh, you can't kill... It's like, you guys eat the body of Christ every Sunday, so shut right. the fuck up. <laughs> you know, it's his version of basically... Um, he wrote it after the election, of course. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's his version of how he thinks of the world right now. Just a clusterfuck wanting to start over again, you know? That's like, well, it- like in his words, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like it's uh, heavily influenced by the, the story from the Bible. So, oh, definitely. But why not? I mean, people people have been making movies along those lines for years, right? 
the whole idea of uh, the martyr character. I mean, that's based on Jesus in large part, you know? Oh, yeah, the hero character, that's Jesus. No, the martyrs. Oh, the martyr, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the hero. No, no, yeah, uh, any, anybody who's, like, killing themselves for their people is a total Jesus ripoff storyline, you know? It's like, come on. <clears throat> All the superheroes and Jesus do it. is a ripoff of a previous character, so it's not, like, it yeah. hasn't been going on even longer than that, so. Yeah, so, and this, this is actually a great telling of the Bible, man. If they need somebody to show the Bible, it's like, boom, this is it. <laughs> and in a nutshell... It's like, the Bible for millennials. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Well, even the millennials hate it. You know, it's too violent. I want a nice movie. Where's Jennifer Lawrence making out with Javier Bardem? You know, that's what they wanted, and they said they were sold the wrong movie. Uh, that's why you don't watch trailers, people. You know, watch a trailer to go. Oh, I'd like to see that, and then don't watch anymore. You know, I'm not watching any more of the fucking Kingsman trailers. Mm. I'm gonna go see that this week. I'm not watching any more fucking, uh, what's the other movie that's coming out? I think that's it this week. I'm not yeah. watching any more Thor trailers. Right. Um, anything that's coming out next month, I'm not watching any more Blade Runner trailers. No it's more like, Star on. Wars trailers. Yeah, no more Star Wars. I'm done. You know, it's right around the corner. I can wait. And these people, and the Star Wars trailer, speaking of which, is coming out the full one. I'll watch <laughs> that one. After that, I'm done. The, uh, Why? Well, they've only had the teaser. This is the full one, and then... They've I'm, had, like, 15 teasers. No, they've only had that one teaser. The Star Wars Return of the Jedi. It seems like they've had a lot, because people have been writing millions of articles about these people. Yeah, that may be it. But, yeah, the full... That's what I thought, too. I'm like, didn't that already come out? Yeah. So what do you rate Mother? Okay, hold on. The full trailer comes yeah. out... Monday Night Football, next Monday, I think. <laughs> Fucking Monday Night Football. A Star Wars! Star Wars comes out then! Boom. Um, let's see. Well, five out of but- five ear holes for Mother. Okay. So Mother was insane, man. I was tripping out the whole time watching it going, what the fuck is this? One of the trippier movies I've seen this year. Definitely. Uh, I give it four to five ear holes. No, four to f- no five out of five ear holes, man. The use of sound is crazy. There's no fucking musical score in this movie. Barely. It's her breathing and her dropping shit, and then it goes, ting! You know? Oh, jeez. So they just amplify the ambient noise in the room yeah, or the, something? The, yeah, the ambient noise is insane in this movie, but it works. You know, like, her. yeah, it's, inc- it's crazy. I'm like, because, like, halfway in the movie, I'm like, there's no score to this fucking thing. You know? And I'm like, oh, okay. You just hear the jugs of her boobs juggling around in <laughs> slow-mo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like, whoa. But yeah, she stares into the house, and it, there's a there's a heart inside the house, like Mother Earth, you know. Come on. It's a little uh, heavy-handed. Okay, four to, five out of five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and three out of five broken babies or punches to the face. Like... Like, uh, their reenactment of abusing Mother Earth, they basically beat the living shit out of Jennifer Lawrence. Like, a mob is just punching her in the face. It's basically a camera on her face with punches coming left and right, you know, like a comedy routine. I'm just like, Jesus, they're kicking her, punching her, punching her, kicking her, you know? Like, his version of us abusing Mother Earth. Right. 
And then God grabs her and goes, no, no, what the fuck are you guys doing? You know? And then at the end, she ends up burning herself with oil. Right? She lights herself on fire with fucking oil, right? Fossil fuel. And then he grabs the heart, breaks it, and the cycle starts all over again. Hmm. Well, that's a shitty cycle. She just keeps getting the shit kicked out of her by her husband or boyfriends, whatever, fucked up uh, kids. Well, no, Mother Earth, basically, we the cycle is we abuse the shit out of her until she burns to death. You know, we suck up all the resources out of her, and then God starts it all over again. That's the cycle that was in the movie. It was interesting. You know, it's an original movie, and Paramount is going, hey, this is like their version of a Netflix movie, and they took a risk with it. It didn't pan out. It made $7 million on a $35 million budget. Uh, people didn't like it. It, it. They're like, it would have been better on Netflix. You know? Oh, jeez. But hey, you so, guys... What was that? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, everyone out there, you're just going to make it so only Netflix releases these weird offbeat movies yeah if you want an original big theatrical release this is it right here man this is strange it's off the hook and it's original man you know you got it you got this i don't know yeah oh my god what the fuck is this shit all right okay that was mother has an explanation Mm -hmm. point at the end of it mother mother What's up? Really excited for it, yeah. I guess people were, and, you know, people didn't like it. It didn't pan out the way they thought it would. Wah. I'm so sad for you guys. Yeah. Ugh, poor mothers. Yeah, and people were, I guess people were shocked by the baby eating. You know, I was looking around the theater going, hmm. Oh, they ate the baby? Yeah, they ate the baby. They grabbed it. <laughs> They ripped it in pieces, and they all ripped pieces, and she was grabbing pieces of it from them, going, give me back my baby, like screaming oh, at him, and like grabbing the pieces, and they're all just all eating it like really fast. Damn. Yeah. It was That's great. Dark. It was That's very dark. It was very dark, but hey, come on, man. It's, well, yeah. it's what, re- that's what I'm saying. It's what people do every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that comment makes a lot more sense now, though. Yeah. Like, give me back my baby. <clears throat> yeah, broken babies, man. I'm like, this baby's not going to live through this thing. The second they started crowd surfing that thing, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm like, this baby is not. These people are psycho. They're going to rip that thing into pieces. I'm like, he's not going there. Oh, he went there. Cool. That's what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> and I'm just like. get up and start cheering? Well, no, I'm just like drinking my soda. You know, it's like, hmm, while they're eating a baby. I'm like, hey, this is cool. At least you weren't eating like a hot dog from the movie theater or something. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a little baby arm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, they do have those. Like, They could have like a baby blood drink. You know, they do have those oh, theme drinks. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, theme drink. There they could do go. like, oh, they could do like mother's abortion. Oh. You know, and it would be like a, it would be like a strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> Served in a baby bottle. Yes, but it would be heavily like blended strawberry. So it looked like an abortion inside the glass. Mm, yeah, real thick and yep. creepy. Yeah, with like a white bottom. <laughs> Boom. The mother abortion at AMC. Come on, oh, watch mother. Yeah. <sighs> I, I want it was gonna be in the Prime Theater, but it did so well they didn't kick it out of the AMC um 
the not the prime theater. I was gonna see it on the really good sound, and it would have worked. Man, I was I was looking forward to it, but nope. Like, sorry, this movie sucks. Yeah, well, it's a it's a fucking juggernaut, you know. Yeah, it's now at a hundred and seventy million or something like that. Something I thought crazy. it broke two hundred finally. Uh, I think it did. It made sixty million. Op- second weekend, it made sixty million. That was its projected opening. I said a hundred yeah. million. You saw it, man. I had it written down. I saw a hundred million. Okay, before all right, what do you got? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, interesting that uh, Apple and Amazon are starting to uh, try to get the rights from Warner Brothers for distribution rights to the James Bond franchise. Oh, uh, that's not going to happen. You don't think so? No, the Broccolis are going to be like, shut the fuck up. Unless you can give the Broccoli family $5 billion. You know, they, they hold on to that shit a lot. So... No, and I get it. They've made a shitload of money off of it. So, But the contract between Sony and MGM um, and Spectre, the company that owns the actual Bond franchise, yeah. it's expiring. Um, and so now it's like up for grabs. So Apple and Amazon are going to go to try and fight to get the contract going forward. So after this next Bond movie, it may be released under the Apple logo or fucking the Amazon logo, which kind of interesting yeah bond barely breaks off from the movies they did a couple video games mm-hmm. but other than that i don't see like a bond tv show like that's no. what they're afraid of yeah no that's a movie franchise man i mean goldeneye was one of my favorite fucking video games from the n64 era i played the fuck out of that um but yeah it uh <laughs> the other games in that for bond have been shitty so, oh yeah, but I'm saying yeah. As far as the movies, they're they're the ones who got Daniel Craig to do one more uh, before he left. Uh, the broccolis, I guess they probably paid him a shitload of money. Oh yeah, why not? <clears throat> Which is gonna be horrible. He's gonna. I don't know, man. He was great in the beginning, and then he just slowly just got sick of the role, and it shows every movie after that. And you know, whatever. Really. Casino Royale was good. What was the one after that? Casino Royale, Casino Royale, and Skyfall were his two best movies. And then it went um, a Quantum of Solace, horrible. And then it went um, the 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 fucking the Spinkter, or went Quantum of Solace, and then no Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, no, whatever. Skyfall was a good one. Yeah, Skyfall uh, was the third. Quantum of Solace was the second. That was the one in the fucking desert with all the water stuff. Yeah, right? Skyfall, I think, is still the best one he's done. Yeah, Skyfall was good. Yeah, I, I think that's... I like that one. I haven't seen the most recent. <clears throat> Spectre or whatever. Sphincter? That Spinter, one's yeah. like... Mm, that one's horrible. I wanted... To, uh, even Bond fans are like, what the fuck? It's like an 80s bad Bond movie. Huh, now I have you. And they show fucking uh, Blo- Blo- Blofeld. It's it's not working. You know, with What's-His-Face's Blo- what's Blofeld or... What's his name? I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Oh, it's the guy from uh, Django Unchained, who's the hitman, who's the bounty uh, hunter. Oh, uh, uh, fucking Nazi guy from yeah. Inglourious Bastards. Yeah. Right, uh... 
what is his fucking name? I forget, man. That German dude. Yeah, yeah. Christoph Waltz. He's a, Christoph yeah, Waltz, right? That's Thanks, it, M. Yeah. M got the first half of the name. She said Kurtzu. Uh, she said Shitsu Waltz. <laughs> it sounds dirty. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right, real quick. The Boys, that comic book, is going to be an um, a Amazon series. I saw that. I've never read the comics, so I don't know whether to be excited or not. Josh so. has read them. He seems to be jacking off all over them. He really likes them. Um, okay. he's, he's like, descri- I'm actually texting him right now about this because I just heard you say it. Yeah, he described it to me as like like teenage superheroes or some weird shit, but like a weird dark twist. He has good taste when it comes to comics, so he does. He's so. recommended a lot of good stuff for me to read. So so yeah, so I'll take his word at it. And it's from Evan. So Evan Goldberg and uh, his homeboy Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen are gonna do it, but I'm not liking Preacher. So I still Maybe. haven't started watching it. I don't know. I just dropped off. I just wasn't interested. I started watching the season, watched like three episodes. I'm like, nah. And it's already over. <laughs> the season's already over. I could watch it before it starts again, but I have no desire right now. I'm just like, hmm. Well, that's too bad. Should I want to watch it? No. I don't want to watch Preacher. Good morning. It is time for ice cream. What's good? What's Eat it? the ice cream. Oh, it's good. I don't know. Is this more visual? Where am I? Humans require <laughs> ice cream. What is this place? Eat the ice cream. I don't want any more. Eat the ice cream. How long have I been here? You're so hungry for delicious ice cream. Get that away from me. You can kind of cut it now if you want. All right, well, okay. Old lady eating an ice cream from a robot? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy as shit. <laughs> Especially with the <clears throat> 50s music in the background. So you know what's so weird? My plan... I thought the audio would work. <clears throat> I don't know. My, my, I didn't know what this video was about, and all along my plan has been to watch the video and then eat ice cream. I'm not kidding. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, let's play uh, these guys real quick. Here we go. You, you need an ice cream robot. <clears throat> I was going to open up with these guys, but I just heard about these guys. Uh, they're like really young, but I call shotgun. Not them. <laughs> not these guys. Here we go. But I do want to make a point. Hold on. Deficit song. No. Um, <clears throat> sure. <clears throat> uh, sure. Um, these guys just came out. Uh, the closet. No. Um, here we go. Uh, no, it's Greta Van Fleet. Okay, these guys. Uh, they sound like Led Zeppelin meets Heart or. But in a good way. They're like 17 and 20 years old. Oh, 
I think they're just coming up. I think they have like an album. Right? Right, is that not Led Zeppelin or what? Yeah, there's definitely some Jimmy Page in there. It sounds good though. But like good in a good way. Yeah, they're good, man. Um, God damn it. I need to tell you who turned me on to them. Uh... What was the name of that song? Was it Mother? Oh. No, it's called Highway Tune. This one? This is a yeah. Greta Van Fleet Fleet Highway Tune. Uh, it was uh, Dean Del Rey, man, from the Del Razors. He's a huge... Um, uh, he was on a podcast, and he was talking about him, and he played him. Like, oh, wow, these guys sound really good. But bam. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, yeah. a whole, whole lot of Zeppelin in there Right? But like the guy can play live He was like saying This guy saw him live And going these guys can play live Unlike Zeppelin These guys can play all this shit live What's up? Oh, did I? oh sorry I'll get it Yeah it looks like they have a four song six Nice. <laughs> so sweet. So fine. So fine. Hear these guys? This is uh, this is Led Zeppelin's son. Dead Zeppelin. Jimmy Page Jr. P- P- PJ? P- Page Jr. PJ? So yeah, you guys can check those guys out if you want. So Deficit... Uh, what of the week? What is it? Song uh, of the month, man. Oh, Deficit Song of the Month, man. It was your idea. Uh, highway Tune. Uh, Greater Van Fleet. I thought it was Fleek. I'm like, what kind of name is that? Whatever. Okay. That would be obnoxious. <clears throat> Um, yeah, they also, they have this other song, uh, Black Smoke Rising, and they, they sound like heart. This is a guy singing. Okay, hold on. I need to play that now that I've talked about it. Here we go. <laughs> I have to. You do. Yeah, all the listeners are curious. Well, yeah, they are. So they can go, oh, wow. This guy's, it's like heart. He's like, sings like Led Zeppelin and the, and what's her face from heart? Which are two like really good singers. Right. And quite different styles, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, wow, he sounds like the lead singer of Heart. And this sounds like a Heart jam, right? Kind of, sort of, yeah. But when he starts singing, you're like, whoa. You're like, this is a woman? Nope. He just squeezed his own nuts real tight. Right? I get a lot of uh, journey in it, too. Of what? A lot of journey in there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, huh? Yeah, that song sounds like heart. Okay, hold on. Fast forward to Black Smoke. Here we go. Ah, oh, I guess that was it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It reminds me of a heart song. You know yep. heart, right? Yes, sir. I do, sir. Yeah, the, the uh, melody certainly does, but the way he's singing really reminds me of What's His Bucket from fucking Journey. Yes. Yeah, his cadence. It's heart with Journey cadence. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> and Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these guys are like 17 and 20 years old. I can appreciate that kind of throwback, though, man. I mean, you know, Jet did that a while ago and did it pretty well. Uh, yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah. Woo. Come on, guys. Let's do it. All right, that's enough. Okay, Black Smoke Rising. Whoa. Dude, I was like totally rocking out. Why did you Oh, not? okay, here we go. You want to rise? For some... There we go. Let's do it. Yeah, come on, guys. So for those of us who are like lame, what are they called again? Greta Van Fleet. It's not a really uh, rolls off the tongue type of band name. No wonder I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, huh? It reminds me of like an old lady. Like, oh, there's Greta Van Fleet lives down the street. It's probably the idea, right? <clears throat> They're, they're a throwback band, so they're using, like, a name you would expect to see in, like, the 50s. I guess so. I don't know, man. Yeah, they're trippy. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. There's so much music out there, though, now. It's crazy, man. But, uh, these I are... I know. I've been playing with Spotify for so fucking long. I have, like, almost 5,000 songs on my queue. Well, yeah. You come across a song, you're like, oh, I like that one. Come across another, oh, I like that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then by the time exactly. you're like, oh. <laughs> Dude, I've got, like, a week's worth of music just played straight through, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's okay, though. I can live with that, you know? <clears throat> but, see, these guys have more hits. These guys have 390,000 on this. And, uh, I don't know, it's the, um, and, uh, Blue Chip says, what, 60, 53,000? Come on, guys. Come on, oh, man. Oh, you're talking about for, um... Uh, Blue Chips. Blue Chip 7,000, um... Action Bronson? Yeah, Action Bronson, man. That's such a great rap name. Action Bronson. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and that guy looks like he's never had uh, action in his life, you know? <laughs> Looks uh, like he just sits on the couch and smokes weed and thinks up rhymes. Oh, yeah. All right, what do you got before I do my second movie of the second week? Movie. Dos Movitos. This Weekitos. So I, I don't know which one to pick. Do you want the Plimp Bimp Blimp uh, or the uh, Dick Story? Hold on, the what? What? The dick Story. Dick, the dick blimp. <laughs> the dick blimp. That's all the blimps. I want the dick story. Uh, okay, the dick story. So there was a dude in Germany. He was at what, the gym. Was his name James? 
<laughs> no. Oh. No, James is actually back in the States. He got in about a half hour ago. Uh-oh. He's, he's, he's going through customs right now, I'm guessing. The German house they're giving him a hard time. They probably are. They're looking for swastika armbands. They're and like, okay, this guy's part of... Shiny, knee-high black boots, you know? This guy's part of the Fourth Why, Reich. Why, so they, they can move him into the White House? This is, this is a Fourth Reich fighting man. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> All right, so what's uh, up? No, no, this, this guy is uh, nameless because he's a dumbass, and apparently Germany allows you to be nameless when you're a dumbass. No, he uh, apparently decided to be a brilliant idea to stick his dick into a 5.5-pound weight. So he put oh, his man. dick in the hole in the weight. And it got caught. Day. And so he had a 5.5-pound weight around his junk while waiting for the fire department to show up with a grinder and hydraulic saw to cut it off. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, dude, can you imagine sitting there with a 5-pound weight just hanging off your dick? No, and oh. the, well, you know, all those Europeans are so bored over there. There's nothing to fucking do. You know, they're just waiting for the U.S. to do something cool. And they're like, hey, let's do that. And then they're like, hey, I thought of something cool. What? Yeah. I'm going to put my dick through a five-pound weight. Like, they're not yeah. doing that in the U.S., but right. we're going to start the trend here. Right. It's the next uh, ice bucket challenge or whatever. Yeah, the dick weight challenge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, in a funny coincidence, guess what the name of the town is where uh, this no, happened? Dick weight. No, um, no, hold on. That would be hole in uh, one. Hole in one. No. Uh, Pecker no. Woods. It. It's called Worms, Germany. Worms, Germany. He got his worm caught in the weight in Worms, Germany. Yeah. Okay. See, see, man. Worms, Germany. How many mm -hmm. worms did they find in Germany? Okay. Well, they found this one worm inside a five-pound weight in a gym for some reason. <sighs> Jeez. Speaking of worms, here we go, guys. Are you ready for this worm? Boom. Oh, wait. Hold on. All right. Now, how, how many? Okay, wait. Hold on. What's the other one before I do it? Oh, the other story? Yeah, what's the other story? <laughs> okay. So there is a um a concept drone right now. It's a uh, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> yeah. Jeez. Sorry. Uh, Nina Limone's got me. <coughs> I'm smoking that Limone. Jesus. Smoking yeah. that Limonin. Yeah, Nina's got a fucking uh a pretty stiff backhand there. <coughs> so anyway, uh, a pair of brothers in Washington state debuted an aircraft um, that they want to uh, put out into the world. Uh, right now, it's a drone. It's 28 feet long and 7 feet in diameter, but they want to scale it up to be able to carry people. Um, Fuck that. So what it, no, what it is is it's like a, like a drone frame, right? Picture like a quadcopter, basically, with only two, two rotors. So basically then, the um, Avengers helicarrier. Kind, kind of. <laughs> Okay. Except for there's a big blimp balloon on top. And so it's a lighter than air vehicle because the blimp, you know, offsets the weight of the drone, uh -huh. which which provides all of the lift and thrust and everything. But it looks like a combination of a blimp and a helicopter kind of. Um, instead of having blades on top like a helicopter would, though, they have the, the blimp. Um, and then they have uh, rotors... Uh, at the very back of the blimp on a stabilizing kind of strut thing, right? 
which gives the power to move the thing forward. Um, so, I, I mean, it's years and years away, but the idea behind it is, you know, even if there's a failure in the mechanicals, the blimp part's going to keep the fucking thing afloat. Oh, yeah. <coughs> and. Yeah, right. Then, the, the, then the, there's a failure in the. What? Blimp. Unless there's a failure in the blimp. Stop messing with my mic. Well, sorry. <laughs> Boom. So, the yeah. other idea is that in a pinch, they can cut the blimp part and fly the other part like a plane. Uh, so if there is a blimp failure, they just release that, right? Let it flutter to wherever it will, and yeah, then well, they fly this the drone people? thing. Well, the people don't ride inside the blimp. Okay, so the people will drop? No, the people would be inside the airplane part underneath the blimp, and uh. the airplane part has enough like lift and you know power to be able to fly short distances, so... They could get to a landing zone. <clears throat> That's of. if the blimp doesn't collapse on top of the plane itself. And let them fire. And they're like, they're like, hey, let's fly out of here. They're like, we can't. Why? Because the whole blimp's falling on us, you fucking idiot. Did you mm -hmm. think about that? They're like, oh, no. I bet you that's what they're trying to get around right now. They're like, what if the whole thing blows up like the Hindenburg? No. You know? <laughs> That could be. I mean, again, there's still. Uh, this isn't ready for to carry you to uh, Las Vegas quite yet, but you know, it uh, it will be safer than heavier than air aircraft like a 747 or something like that, where you know you only have engines to uh, keep yourself up in the air, and if those fail, you're fucked. Here, you've got like a backup. Basically, you've got either a floaty blimp part or you've got a flying airplane part. Ah. Normal, normally, they work together to you know efficiently get you from point a to point b but in a pinch you can depend on one part or the other to get you safely to the ground oh fuck mm, i don't know i still wouldn't i yeah. still wouldn't trust that fucking technology at all just because of the hindenburg disaster but that was because they were using helium for or hydrogen for fucking uh floating around now they use helium so uh, which is not explosive. Uh, Hydrogen, still. all you need is one little teeny tiny spark and it goes up in a fucking ball of fire. But helium, you could parade an entire fucking, uh, you know, Charlottesville group of tiki torch wearing Nazi motherfuckers through it and they'd be fine. Oh, uh, well, yeah, true. But I don't know. Okay, speaking of tiki torchers, look, I'm trying to find. <laughs> Trying to find you, a good... Uh... You saw a Nazi movie? <clears throat> no. <clears throat> uh, no. I saw... There was not even a... Um, a good soundtrack to this movie. This movie is... American Assassin. Hey, it's me. You wanna get nuts? Let's get nuts. It's me. Uh, Michael Keaton as the CIA trainer in Ass Ass In. Horrible movie, man. I almost walked out of this one. I'm like, no, I'll stay. I'll stay. Just hold on, it will get better. And it never got better. <clears throat> um, Dylan starring, uh, starring Dylan O'Brien from uh, the Maze Runner movies. 
and uh, Michael Keaton, and who the fuck's the other person? I think that's it. And some other chick uh, who gets killed in the beginning is like, and a year later he's a CIA special ops. It's like bullshit. So, <clears throat> or maybe he was in the military in the beginning. No, he was just a kid on the beach. And then uh, terrorists shoot up his wife and shoot him a couple times. And then it cuts to a year later and he's like deep undercover in CIA. He's like fucking Matt Damon in the <clears throat> foreign identity already. Yeah, basically. I'm like, that's pretty stupid. It would take a little longer than that. Maybe Doctor Strange came and like froze time for him so he could train. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that this fucking movie was horrible. The whole time I was like, why did they make this? What's the fucking... What's the deal with this fucking movie? Alright, hold on. I need to find the uh, I'm debut of it. Where'd it go? God damn it. So, so it stars... So, so basically it's a guy who, who becomes an assassin after his wife gets shot up at a resort. And that's it. That's the whole fucking thing. I'm like, that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's like, oh, now all of a sudden. It got a 6.7. Mother got a 6.8. This thing was a little better than Mother? No. 6.8's a little bit better than 6.7. So Mother did uh, a little bit better. Wow, well, their, their, their description of the movie is a story centered around counterterrorism agent Mitch Rapp. What the fuck kind of rundown is that? Uh, Dylan O'Brien. Okay, trivia. Okay, yeah, this whole movie is just horrible. Assassins aren't born, they're made. That's the tagline, guys. Oh, Taylor Kitsch. He's ghost. Watch out, Taylor Kitsch. Uh, he's a pretty well-known actor. Uh, right? You like Taylor Kitsch? I don't know. Right? Uh, oh. This guy gave it an 8. This guy gave it a 10? Jesus, who are these people blind? And they just got vision for the first time in their whole life, and this is the first movie they saw. Was this? Like, this is amazing! You know, that's the only way you can give this movie a 10. That's it. It's like, oh boy, I saw this movie today. Oh boy, it was very good. The acting was superb. The fight scene's authentic, and there's a number of humor in it as well. The lead actor, who I never heard of, was amazing. <laughs> And Michael Keaton is always so solid, very suspenseful. The professional critics will pan this because it's about killing terrorists, which we all know they love being left-wing retards. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they love being... So this guy <laughs> decided to turn his movie review into a political uh -huh. rant? Because, which we all know, they love being the left-wing retards they are. <laughs> I'm going to save it for on I'm going to save it for it on Netflix so when it goes on DVD I can watch it again. <laughs> and my IQ is 2. This is from Buddy Love 27123. <laughs> huh. Uh yeah, look him up guys. I bet you his fucking ratings are great. Let's look him up. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, we yeah. can't. Let's hear some more gems. How, how do we look him up? Do we search for his name? No, oh, no, I don't know. Okay, hold on a second. No, you can't search for him that way. Whatever, buddy love. Okay, so <laughs> the movie itself, whatever, who gives a fuck? 
It was just him running around shooting people. And that's it for no reason. He's trained. I'm trying to think of the fucking plot of the movie itself. Seriously. Oh, oh, the plot was... um, Oh, Taylor Kitsch's character was buying dirty bomb materials all over the world. And then he was making a bomb that was going to explode. And the bomb blows up in the ocean. Right? In front of... He was going to blow up basically a naval fleet with the bomb. (laughs) With the bomb off the coast of San Diego. Well, yeah, that, that was his whole thing. He's going to blow up a whole naval fleet with his bomb off the coast of San Diego. But instead, uh, Dylan O'Brien, they have a speedboat. He drops it in the water, gets taken away on a helicopter. Uh, the thing fucking explodes in just fucking huge fucking waves, you know, like a, mm-hmm. like, it, like they don't even think of like the tsunami it created. They're like, whatever, it's just a big wave. And so, yeah, like, San Diego's huge... leveled by a tsunami. Oh, yeah, basically. And, like, the huge wave just takes out all these ships, you know. Not all of them, but a lot of them are rocked and knocked fucking sideways. Uh, one of the aircraft carriers is almost submerged, you know, just fucks them all up. Mm-hmm. And they don't even pan back to the shore. Everyone going, what the fuck? You know, yeah. Like, whatever. And then... Why is there 30 feet of water racing towards me all of a sudden? No, it was more like a 400 feet. It was so huge. I'm like, Jesus, man. This is like, it's like if a meteor hit the fucking ocean. Yeah, seriously. Was it a nuclear weapon? Yeah, it was a nuclear bomb. But still, I think they went a little overboard in the explosion. The guy's like, watch this. And he's like, whoop. Fucking put up the fucking uh, explosion meter to 100 on his fucking computer. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) He's like, diameter 100. (laughs) Height 100. Fucking wave size 200. You know, it's like, this is going to be epic, bruh. Exactly. When they see this fucking thing. But yeah, it was a horrible piece of shit. Um, Yeah, one of the worst movies this year. Definitely. Mm. Has to be. Um, It's right up there with Dark Towers 1 and 2. Let's see. So I give American Ass Ass In. Uh, Two out of five ear holes. There's some cool gunshot stuff uh, one out of five eye holes and one out of five stabs to the neck the hand-to-hand combat was horrible it's like wow back of the head combat because it's not the real people you know i hate that shit it's like i'm not uh, stupid so they had stunt people they didn't have the actors doing oh, it oh yeah do you think fucking uh uh what's his face knows how to do hand-to-hand combat that well no who michael keaton michael keaton they have a guy wearing a hat wearing the exact same thing that can flip stuff around and then he cut to his face when he's on the ground with a knife and you know it's like come on mm-hmm. it's like i'm not afraid of you michael keaton you want to <laughs> get nuts let's get nuts he does get his fingernails ripped off by um uh by pliers at one point they like they put like he does his typical michael keaton like one arm's chained up right and what and his feet are in mm-hmm. water they're electrocuting him with his feet in water his other his left arm is in a vice, and then they're ripping his nails off with a fucking wrench. Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's crazy. And then he does his typical, Kah! you know, his Beetlejuice crazy shit, mm-hmm. which was entertainingly funny. All right, what do you got? Kansas shit. Literal cans of shit. Oh, um, I thought you said Kansas. So for some reason... Uh, no cans. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poop. Yeah. Yeah, Skype's giving me a little problems tonight, too, so uh, this will be an interesting episode. But in 1961, Piero Manzoni uh, put 30 grams into 30 grams each into 90 different cans. Uh, This was his own poop. And uh, signed those cans and then sealed them. Uh, Guess how much these cans of poop are selling for? Uh, Who did it now? Einstein? No, Piero Manzoni, some artist from the 60s. Oh, probably 10,000? Five? (laughs) So in 2007, one of the cans was bought for $30,000. Holy! Another can in 2007 sold for $108,000. The last can that was sold, yeah. I think it was this this year. Oh, last year, 2016. Someone bought can number 54 for 242000 What? So, yeah, you can poop in a can, sign it, seal it, and years later, I mean, this guy's probably dead, right? But his canned poop is being sold. Dude, fuck. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Dude, these fucking hipsters, man. I'm going to buy an artist's shit. No, these are museums, Chris. Museums are buying this. Oh, museums? Yes. The Tate Gallery in London, which is like a super famous uh, art gallery. Uh, yeah. What's the other one? Oh, the, the person who paid 242000 was a private individual, so they don't give their name, of course. But here, this is what the cans look like. I'm dropping it in the Skype chat right now. Um, so, uh, yeah. Why are they you, selling it for it, so much? Because it was shat out of some guy's ass like 56 years ago. And, uh, yeah, apparently he was famous enough that his shit's worth something. Yeah. Hold on. I mm-hmm. can't even see it. He dropped something in the Skype chat. I can't reach it. Sorry. Thanks, M. Oh, there it is. A can of shit. Okay. So, hmm. It looks like um, like one of those those it goes cow cans. Remember you had as a kid? It's all mm-hmm. it was real well, creepy. yeah. If, if you flip this one over, it goes. It's all. <laughs> they should have one. Yeah. It's like and it and it re and it shoots out that fart smell. Oh right, liquid ass. Oh my god. Or just like canned fart, any of that shit. (laughs) No, no, it's got to be liquid ass if you're going to do it, man. Do it right. Uh, Okay, real quick, Emmy winners, guys. The Emmys were this week. I didn't go over the nominees. We skipped them. Thank you. So I'm going over the winners. Um, So original, so best drama, Handmaid's Tale, because of the social injustice women are facing today. Handmaid's Tale was very poignant. So they're like, yes. So it beats out House of Cards, Stranger Things, Westworld, Crown. Uh, and the winner was Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale for Best Outstanding Lead Actress over Viola Davis, uh, over Carrie Russell for Americans, over uh, Westworld, Evan Rachel Wood, and Robin Wright. Awesome. Oh, and Sterling K. Brown won over a group of white guys for Best Lead Actor in a Drama Series. It was basically Hollywood's apology letter to minorities for shunning <laughs> them for so many years in shows. 
It was. Is that what it was? Hmm. Sterling K. Brown wins over Anthony Hopkins for Westworld, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, uh, Matthew Ryan for Americans, Lee Schreiber for Ray Donovan, Kevin Spacey, House of Cards, and Milo Vatamiglia. He's the only colored guy in that group. Mm-hmm. If they didn't give it to him, come on. Hey, and, Titus didn't win for Kimmy, man. He uh, was the only black guy in that crowd. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he got special treatment. He got like in the skits. Uh, okay, so the best outstanding limited series, I think, was The Night Of, which is great on HBO if you haven't watched it yet. But uh, Night Of, Genius, um, Feud, Fargo, and the winner was Big Little Lies, which was good. But that was another like, hey, girls doing stuff together. I don't want to spoil anything. Girls doing stuff. You know, Big Little Lies. So, uh, outstanding television uh, movie. Uh, winner was Black Mirror. That whole series. Uh, yes, that makes sense. Um, outstanding lead actress in a miniseries or movie. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Big Little Lies. Susan Sarandon feud. Jessica Lang feud. Carrie Coon Fargo, who I think should have won. And Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies because of domestic abuse. You know, it's like, come on. There's all, you, you just read right down the line of what the message they're trying to send here. Um, outstanding lead actor in a miniseries. Uh, John Tatura for Night Of. Jeffrey Rush for Genius. Oon McGregor, who should have won for Fargo. Robert De Niro for Wizard of Lies. Come on. I'm a wizard of lies. Come on. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Lying Detective, which was, uh, what was it? The um, uh, uh, fucking Sherlock. The new Sherlock. And Riz Ahmed, who is really good, he won for Night Of. For Best Lead Actor in a Drama. If you haven't seen that, you should watch it. Night Of. It's an eight-part miniseries on HBO. But it's a, <laughs> It's amazing. I'll have to get HBO now then. Uh, best comedy series. Kimmy Schmidt, Silicon Valley. Uh, Modern Family. Um, and the winner is Veep over Atlanta. Come on. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Uh, the winner is Julia Louis-Dreyfus. for, And she beat out Jane Fonda and everybody else. And here we go. Best lead actor in a comedy series. Donald Glover. A.K.A. Ham Sal or uh, A.K.A. Lando Calrissian. Uh, he won for he won he beat out J- William H Macy, Zach Galifianakis, Aziz Ansari, and Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Thank God, that preachy piece of shit show. <laughs> Come on, we oppressed, but it's funny. That's Blackish. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Blackish. I've watched you know, it a couple times. It's like, dude, the Cosby's was a great black family. They didn't have to preach every fucking time about oppression every goddamn episode. It's like, shut up. Do a show, man. Okay. Here we go. But it's a platform for us to speak our minds. Okay, Outstanding Variety Talk Series. Last week with John Oliver one. Uh, outstanding. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Outwriting. San Junipero, San Junipero uh, Black Mirror episode one for best writing. Handmaid's Tale one for best drama series offered. Uh, outstanding reality competition, he gives a fuck. Uh, Master of None one for best writing. Eh, that's about it. Who cares? Boom. 
See, that wasn't too bad. No, that was relatively painless. <sighs> See? Well, we're going to do a short show anyway, so. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. We'll wrap up soon. Okay, let's see. Okay, oh, Red Sparrow. Basically, the new uh, Jennifer Lawrence Hitman trailers hit. If you want to watch that, that's coming out. So it's like Atomic Blonde, but with a redhead? Yep. Basically, it's Atomic uh, Blonde Blonde. <laughs> atomic Natural Blonde. Mm. Curtains match the drapes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so March 2nd. That's coming out. That's next year. The Shape of Water hits December 8th, which looks amazing. That's Del Toro's, Guillermo yeah. Del Toro's new movie. I saw a couple uh, screenshots of that, I think. It looked pretty trippy. Yeah, it's a chick fucking a fish. <clears throat> Call it, uh, a.k.a. fish fucking. Mm. Oh. John Wick Chapter 2, or Chapter 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming out. Tim Miller. Oh, Tragedy Girls hits October 20th. Uh, May 17th, 2019. Uh, uh, it's just a horror movie. I'm just putting out. And May 17th, 2019. Um, what's uh, uh, John Wick Chapter 3 hits. Hmm. Boom, guys. All right, what else? Keanu's, Keanu's got his next long-ass franchise. Well, hey, <clears> man, <throat> why not? You know, fuck it. Oh, Jamie Foxx is going to do the Mike Tyson biopic. Jamie... He's going to buy off the ears. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is returning for Halloween 2018. Or for a 2018 Halloween new one. <clears throat> They're getting rid of... It's going to go one, two, and this is the third one now. Oh, so Season of the Witch or whatever and all those after it didn't count? <clears throat> nope. Oh. The new Tomb Raider trailer hit. Mm, that's what I got to say about it. It's basically the first Tomb Raider game put into a movie. The Xbox 360 Tomb Raider? No, no, no. The The first revamped version for the newer systems. Right. Came out on the 360. No, it came out Not on the Rise Xbox the One. Tomb the... Came out on the Xbox One. That one. There's two that has come out on the new generation. Oh, really? Yes. They're coming out with a yeah. There's two. Oh, there's, so there was a like a <clears throat> down down version for the 360 or something. Uh, maybe, but yeah, yeah there's Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider and there's just the new Tomb Raider. Uh, and that the first one is this one because I'm like, oh, that's a plane scene from the mo- from the game. Oh, she has the same exact pick she does in the fucking game. Oh, she's wearing the exact same clothes she is from the game. Oh, her arms cut in the exact same spot. You know, it's like that. And it doesn't look good. It looks like an actor running around a green screen padded room, you know, while they're spraying water on her to make her sweat. Mm. You know, it doesn't look good. Yeah. I'll still go see it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you will. I'll still Uh, go see it in IMAX. It's coming out in IMAX, guys. True Uh, Lies may get a TV show on Fox of all places. I heard about that. How? Yeah, the old Arnold Schwarzenegger action comedy with, uh, what's his name, Tom fucking Arnold, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was in that too, speaking how, of. How are they going to do that? They're going to make a TV show. I don't know. <clears throat> the... More episodes of Harry Tasker saving the day. Oh, my God. Harry Potter. Yeah. It had sounds a... like it's going to be a terrible show. 
Yeah, I don't think they're going to. I don't know, man. The movie was fun, right? I mean, it was like whatever. It was an action movie. But a TV show based on that? I just don't see it working. Oh, no. The Star Wars trailer drops October 9th. Monday Mm. Night Football. Come on, bro. I'm going to be there. It'll drop way before football. Uh, That day. You know, probably drop an hour before Monday. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, I just looked at that and I saw it. I'm like, oh, there it is. Uh, Oh, look up Dad Bag. Have you seen that thing? Dad Bag? It's basically, it looks like you have a gut, but it's like a, it's like a, um, a, uh, a fanny pack. Jeez. It's like a fanny pack, but it looks Mm -hmm. like you have a gut. It's pretty funny. Um, Yeah, it's like, it's like a fanny pack that looks like a fat dude. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Okay. But it looks like it's uh, insulated and people are pulling beer out of it. So, you know, that's not a bad thing. Eh, uh, whatever. Okay, I think we're going to get out of here. Oh, Harry Dean Stanton. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, that's right. Almost made it the whole show without mentioning that. Uh, that made me sad. Yeah, HDS, man. Uh, old school, man, if you know. And Bobby the Brain Heenan died at 73, dude. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, see, I'm not as much of a wrestling guy, so that doesn't dude, have as much. He was amazing in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Him and Hulk Hogan. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, he was one of the greatest, like, he was a really good heel. You know, he was like one of those heel managers, man. Um, All right, guys. Uh, Until next week. Oh, whoops. I don't have it plugged in. Hold on. (laughs) There we go. Until next week. That always helps. Yeah! All right, who are our friends? Are people doing so, podcasts anymore? I don't think anyone's doing podcasts anymore. I don't know. It seems like more and more people are taking it easy. <laughs> I but think, we'll say yeah. hi to everyone over at Big Papa Podcast and uh, and uh, Growing Up Not Growing Old, The Offensive Line, uh, Painted Black Podcast, uh, Bold and Belligerent, <laughs> Ice in the Face, Conrad and Jack Show, Dark Angels, Pretty Freaks, Fifth, fifth oh. Cast, Fear Cast, Naked Porch Podcast, Everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com, uh, the other Mike and Mike show, Koto MMA, Geek Revolution Radio, uh, Matt, Matt, no, yeah, no, shit. Well, that's fine. I forget all the others. Oh, also, I reached level 20 on Destiny 2 and light level 206. I'm almost at um, raid level, guys, 260. Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah, whatever. All uh, right, guys. Also, geek digging the horribly awkward show. Yeah, all you guys. Later. Later. Drug or not